The Sichan Yigeres HaTshuva, the third, uh, Gimel. Yigeres HaTshuva, Gimel, a summary of the Sichan. In the fourth pedic of Yigeres HaTshuva, the Alter Rebbe explains why the Malachim are called by the name Alakim. They are referred to with Hashem's name. That the reason for this using Hashem's name Alakim is because where they draw their life force is from the outer dimension of godliness. And the name Lakim is connected to the outer dimension of, of godliness. And he brings three psukim where we see that the malachim are referred to by the name Lakim. The three psukim are Ki Hashem because Hashem, your God, is the God of Lakim, meaning the God of the angels. Another pasuk is Haydul Lakim, praise the uh, the God of the angels. And the third one is and the Sons of God, meaning the angels came to, uh, to they stood before Hashem. So the Rebbe's father explains that the reason he brings three psukim is because there are three different levels of angels. Each pasuk refers to another level. There is Srafim, there is Chayas, and there is Efanim. And those three angels are connected to the three worlds of Bri, Yitzir, and Asiya. In Bria is the Srafim, in Yitzir is the Chayas, and in Asiya is the Efanim. And then he adds, and they, they are created, these three different levels of angels are created from three different levels of words, of letters, There's the, there, which letters are also, words are also an outer dimension, rather than thought, uh, rather than something more internal, letters are more outwardly focused. And uh, he says that... So there are three different types of letters. There's the letters of thought, which are in the world of Bria, the letters of words, of speech, which are in the world of Yitzira, and the letters of writing, Maisa, which are in the world of Asiya. So it would seem that if the way the Rebbe's father connects the whole thing, it seems that from these psukim are also connected, to, not just to the three levels of letters, but uh, three levels of Malachim, but also to the three different types of letters which are connected to the world of Bri, Yitzir, and Asiya. So we have to understand, what's the connection to Yigeres HaTshuva, this whole thing about the Malachim and the way they're created from different levels of thought, speech, and action? Why is that important to Yigeres HaTshuva? To understand why there are three, to explain that there are three different levels of Malachim, we can understand why he would bring that, because the Altarab is trying to draw a distinction between where the malachim come from, from a lower level, from where the human neshama comes from, the Jewish neshama comes from. So we could explain that he's trying to say that even the very highest level of malachim in the world of Bria are also uh, not on the same level as uh, the neshama Yisrael. The neshama of a person is in, uh, is from Hava, uh, comes from Havaya, as he explains, whereas the neshama of malachim come from Elikim. And even the highest level, that's why he explains that. But why is it important about the three different types of letters, thought, speech, action. How does that tie into what he's trying? The point that he's trying to make in Egeres Hatshuva. We also have to understand, in the general, what is what is the Alter Rebbe trying to say in Egeres Hatshuva? Why does he bring this whole thing about the Malachim? He's trying to explain the distinction between Malachim, which come from the name Alakim, which means the outer dimension of Chayas, rather than the Neshama Yisrael, which Chelek Havaya Amoy, that the Jewish people come from Havaya. So they come from the inner dimension of creation, meaning to say what that means is that 
the the point the 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 total the focus of creation is neshamas yisrael. So that's the end result. That's what Hashem was looking for. Neshamas yisrael. That's why he has creation. Everything else is in, in creation is just the means by which to bring neshamas yisrael into creation. So the malachim and the heavenly bodies and the earth and everything else that's in it is only for the purpose of Neshamas Yisrael. So they are connected to the outer dimension. There is a reason why they are, why all these things are created for some inner reason. And the inner reason is Neshamas Yisrael. But in order to say that, he brings out, it would seem, the opposite point. He brings out that the malachim are called elakim. Why are malachim called elakim? Because when you look at a malach, you see a manifestation of godliness. The malach does not conceal the fact that he is a representative of Hashem. Whereas even a human being, a person, when you look at a person, you don't see that he's a representative of Hashem. You see a a human body. You see a, a person with his own needs and his own desires and so on. And it doesn't always match with Hashem's desires. And it's even possible that a person should go against the will of Hashem whereas a Malach that's not even possible he, he stands ready at any time to serve the will of Hashem that's the only thing that he does which is the reason that they are referred to as Elikim because they actually represent Elikim whereas a human uh, a Yid is not called Havaya we don't call a person Havaya we don't even call a person Elikim you might think that since a person's neshama, in order to be able to come into a human body, it needs to come, as the Alter Rebbe says, it needs to come through the words of Nasa Adam, which means it has to be filtered through Elakim in the, the Isis of the letters of the words of creation that brought about creation. So therefore, it filters through Elakim. And you might think that, well, at least it should be called Elikim. It does have a connection to Elikim. Certainly not Avaya, but Elikim. And the reason that it's not called by the name Avaya or even Elikim is because a human doesn't emanate from him the fact that I represent Hashem. I represent myself is what you see. And whereas a Malach represents Hashem. So why does the Alter Rebbe bring out the point that a Malach is called by name Elikim when he's trying to bring out not the qualities, the outstanding qualities of an angel, but rather the outstanding qualities of a, of a Neshama Sisrael. So why is he making that distinction which seems to bring out more the quality of an angel? In fact, the whole point of why an angel is called a Lekim only describes the amount of godliness which is recognized in the angel, not the fundamental place from where that angel's Chayas comes from. So saying that a, an angel is called a Lakim only says that you see godliness in him, but not that the level of godliness, it doesn't describe the level of godliness at all, so why does he bring that? So to explain, the reason the Alter Rebbe brings the Pasuk to describe what is the Jewish, where the Jews come from, where the Neshama comes from, he doesn't mean to bring, to explain where the source of the neshama comes from, that it comes, originates in Shemavaya. But he's trying to make the point that even when the neshama is down here in the body of a person, where it's called nishmata adam, the neshama of the person, the person is a compositor of the body and the, and the neshama. So even when it's here in the body, even then it's chelak avaya it's connected to the name avaya. And even though the Alter Rebbe himself says that the neshama of a person nimshachat chilam epchines pimis 
it originates in the Pnimis Achayis, which is Shem Avaya. But afterwards, in order to be able to be brought into the physical human body in the physical world, it has to be filtered through Isis of Nasa Adam in order to reduce the intensity of the Neshama in order to be able to fit into and integrate into a human body. So it also gets filtered through Shemalakim. Still, even so, the neshama, even as it is down here, is always connected to the pnimius achayis, to the essence, to the inner dimension of chayis. That's the point he's making, and that's the difference between the neshama of a person, of a yid, and everything else in creation, including the malachim. <clears throat> even though everything else in creation also originates in shemavaya, because the the explains in the, in the shariyachid Bamuna that why is it called havaya, which means the one that isifies, that makes things happen, that makes things ha- be, exist. That, why is that the name of Hashem? Why is that? that does, because Hashavaya makes everything exist. That's what creates everything. So it creates everything in creation. So everything originates in Shemavaya. Even in the Shemesh Yisrael have to be filtered through Shemalakim. So what's the distinction? The distinction is that even when the neshama of a yid is down here in the physical world, it's still utterly and totally connected to shemavaya. That's what makes a difference. In what is expressed, the difference, in what practical way is there a difference between the neshama of a yid that's connected to avaya and everything else in creation? So one might be able to say that when you look at a, when you look at a yid, you see as there was a famous writer that said that the, if you need proof of Hashem's existence, look at the Yidin. They're surrounded by in, in nations that want to kill them, and throughout the history of the Jewish people, they always had to contend with this kind of anti-Semitism, and yet they came through, they're here. That's proof that Hashem is protecting them, and this is true also for every individual Yid, that every individual Yid is protected by Hashem and is... And is in a supernatural way. We should know, we need to know this, that each individual Yid Hashem runs his life in a supernatural way. It's more obvious in the, the, the Jewish story, but it's true for every individual Yid as well. And maybe that's how we can see the difference, but if that's the case, so then that doesn't seem to be a fundamental difference, because just like there is a difference between the heavenly bodies, which express... Hashem's existence more than the earthly bodies. As it says, look upwards and you will see who created this. In other words, when you look upwards at the heavenly bodies, the sun, the moon, the stars, the universe, they express Hashem's greatness, the fact that Hashem created them even more than the earthly bodies. So, and the Malachim express it even more. So it would seem that it's just another level of more godliness. But that's not a fundamental difference. So what's the fundamental difference between them? So explain, to explain the fundamental difference the Alter Rebbe brings, that's why the Malachim are called the Lakim. And he brings three Psukim to make that point, and it's all to further this point, which is that there is a fundamental difference between the, the Neshama and even Malachim. Why are Malachim called Elakim? It's not just because they... Uh, they, they express the fact that there is Hashem which exists, which created them even more than, than I don't know, even more than the heavenly bodies. When you look at a heavenly body, at the sun, you say, wow, the Hashem 
must have created that magnificent thing. But you don't see Hashem expressed there. You don't see Hashem expressed in the sun. When you look at a Malach, you see Hashem expressed there. Not that there must be a God which created this angel. The angel expresses God. They have no other existence other than their service of Hashem. That's what they are. That's all they are. So when you look at them, you see God. That's why they carry the name of Hashem. That's why they carry the name of Lekin. As opposed to everything else which doesn't carry the name of Hashem. Because it doesn't express the existence of God. It just says, there must be a God which created this. Therefore, it's not about the amount of godliness which, which is expressed by a certain creation which determines whether it's connected to Elikim or to Havaya because a, an angel expresses it ultimately and a human doesn't express it ultimately because a human can even go against the will of Hashem as we said before so in order to explain the difference between the Neshama of a person and all the rest of the creation including also the angels especially in the light of the fact that everything was created originates in Shem Havaya. And on the other hand, the Neshama of a person which originates in Havaya, all, true, but it also has to be filtered through the Isis or Shem Alekim, the name of Alekim, in order to be able to be invested into a body. For this, the Alter Rebbe brings the, the three Psukim which describe the fact that the Malachim are called Alekim which correspond to the three Olamas, and that they come through three different types of three different types of Isis, thought, speech, and action. So what do the three different Sukkim express? In the first Pasuk, it connects the Malachim with the Neshamas Yisrael, because it says in the Pasuk, Hashem Alekeichem, Hashem your God, which means the God of the Jewish people, he is the God of the, of the angels as well. So in other words, it draws a link between the, Nisham, the Malachim and Nisham Yisrael. In the second and third Pasuk, there is no link between the angels and Nisham Yisrael. But still there's a difference between the second Pasuk and the third. The second Pasuk, which talks about praise the God of the angels. There is something, oh, that Pasuk contains a higher level than the third Pasuk where it says, describes them as B'nai Elikim, the sons or a derivative of Elikim. So in the first, the second Pasuk, they are described as Elikim themselves. They are called Elikim. In other words, they represent Elikim. They manifest Elikim. In addition to that, they, it's Elikei Elikim, the God of Elikim. So the, the name of Elikim, as it's invested into the angel, is not the original Elikim, but the Pasuk connects it to Elikei, to the original name Elikim, which represents Hashem, and the, as Elikim is represented within the angel. So first of all, it's a more manifest expression of Elikim, and it also ties it back to Elikei, which means the origin of the name Elikim, as it's invested in the angel. And then, as I said, in the third Pasuk, it only talks about them as a derivative Elikim, B'nai Elikim. So therefore, the first Pasuk, which, which connects it to Neshama Sisrael, that is connected to the world of Bria. Why? Because Bria is connected, is uh, the world of Machshava, of thought. 
And it says about the Jewish people, Yisrael, the Jewish people rose up in Hashem's uh, thoughts. In other words, it comes not from speech, but from a higher level, more deeply connected to Hashem, which is in the world of Bria, the world of Bria is Olam HaMachshava, and that's, so that Pasuk must be talking about the angels as they appear, as they exist in the world of Bria. The second Pasuk, even though it doesn't describe them in connection with the Neshama Yisrael, therefore it's certainly not the world of Bria, but it talks about the, the fact that within the angels is revealed the level of Alekim. And not only the level of Alekim as it exists within them, but even the, what leads, the, the one that is behind it, the name of Hashem Himself. So that must be the world of Yitzirah, because Yitzirah means revelation. As it says, Yitzir Er, the, he creates light. In other words, that Yitzira is the what emanates revelation. And then comes the third pasuk, which uh, describes a further removed um, expression of angels, as they are only a derivative of Elikim, which is representative of the world of Asiyah. So what is it trying to say? The, word, the letters of Machshava contain within them, in addition to the letters of thought itself, they also contain within them, they are the source of what will then become the, word, the letters of the words of speech and what will eventually become the letters of writing. So in the world of Machshava, there is also contained Dibur, how it gives, gives birth, it gives forth the speech, and then also as it gives birth, writing. In the, in the letters of Dibur, we don't have the letters of Machshava. It can no longer go back to Machshava. We don't expect speech to give birth to thought. So it only contains speech, and then the fact that that will also bring out letters of writing. In the letters of writing, we have nothing, only the letters of writing itself. There's nothing other than that contained in the letters of writing. Which explains why in these three psukim, the Pasuk which talks about, the, which refers to the world of thought, to the Malachim as they exist in the world of thought and Bria, it says three times the name Elakim. It says, Ki Hashem Elakechem, Hu Elakeha Elakim. Three times mentioned Elakim, because in that world, in the world of Machshava, you have Elakim as it's connected to Machshava, Elakim as it's connected to Dibur, and Elakim as it's connected to Maiset. In the second Pasuk, which represents the world of speech, Yitzira, it says twice the word Elikim, Elikim, because it contains only speech and writing, Maise. In the third Pasuk, which represents Maise, it only has one mention of Elikim, because it doesn't have anything other than Elikim as it relates to Maise. And it's this point which explains the fundamental difference between how Malachim and the rest of creation exist, come from Elikim, and that the fact that the Jewish people, the Neshama Yisrael, are in a completely different, a whole different plane. Just like in, the, in thought you have the three levels, but in speech you, have, you don't have thought, and in Maise you don't have any throwback to speech, so also the, the point that he's trying to make is that when we talk about the um, creation, even Malachim, they, they do originate in Havaya. But once it's been brought down into the world, filtered through Elakim, we no longer have a connection to what came before that, which is Havaya. It just identifies as Elakim and nothing more. And therefore, um, angels, even though they represent Elakim 
perfectly, but they have nothing other than a Lakim. They don't go back to the origins, what is truly their origin, but that no longer exists within them, and they simply exist as an emanation from Elikim. You don't see the Havai anymore, just like you don't see Machshava in Dibur, and, and the Dibur in Maise. But the Jewish Neshamas are on a completely different level. Even as the Neshama was emanated into a, a physical body, and lives in this physical world, somehow it still recognizes, it still identifies with its original, with its origin in Shem Avaya. And that's the difference between a, a Malachim and Neshama Sisrael. It doesn't explain how, but the fact is that, it, that we also identify as Havaya. And that's what the Alter Rebbe is trying to explain, and that's what the Rebbe's father is pointing out, is being explained through these psukim, to explain the fundamental difference of how Jewish neshamas exists in this world as a connection to Shem Avaya, which Malachim are not able to accomplish.